yeah, you've you've had a journey. Big time, big Ooh, time, <laughs> big time. Oh yes, very yes. So, um, yeah. Well, it was interesting. Yeah, it was because um, you know when you know I thought about writing, uh, you know, just a short account of what happened because you know partly because of my love for for triathlon, Uh, but um, you know it didn't dawn on me. I I I think it became you know the cancer was the catalyst really uh, for 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 even thinking or really appreciating the, the passion that I had for triathlon. It's really odd when you get some kind of cathartic event like that. And then it makes you really appreciate something like triathlon for what it did for me and how it brought me through, mm. through, through the challenges. But it was all quite a shock because um, I think it was... And you get, there's a whole sort of euphoria that you get around survivorship as well. So there are sort of many sort of emotions uh, at play, but, um, but essentially uh, it was, um, you know, I started thinking about the effect, not just the, the, the benefit that triathlon gave me from a physical point of view, but what also from a mental point of view, particularly Ironman and the sort of discipline that's required from that, so that which is a massive aspect, um, you know. And then, I, you know, th- th- then I decided just to sit down and, and sort of write about it. So I've got a sort of structure, you know, where I I was lying in my hospital bed actually when I first started thinking about it because everything was so ri- surreal and you're and you're actually on drugs and uh, <laughs> yeah, it was quite um, quite surreal, quite surreal. Mm, mm. So. I can see you're already getting very emotional about it. And it is, yeah. I mean, not to your extent, but I, I can really understand that cathartic moment and changing because I had a I had a heart attack when I was 46. Wow. Um, totally unexpected. So I, I and it puts everything and everything else into perspective. And yeah. I have changed so much since it. Uh, it happened um, and yeah. it just gives a, 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 you know, you go through that life, almost life. Yeah, yeah, life changing. Changing, yeah. threatening, whatever. It's the threat. It's the threat. Yeah, I think. Yeah. It makes you everything. Start, you start with the highest level, you know, what your first reaction is. It puts everything in perspective because the whole treatment, the process is absolutely brutal. And I never appreciated that once again because I felt so fit and that yeah. it was interesting what the the surgeon was saying and the doctors were saying, you say, oh, we'll have no problems working on you because the surgery will, you're clean and there's no fat around your organs, uh, the, 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 these kinds of things. So, you know, it, it, was, it, it, was, it, it was weird really because it's understanding the two, the two yeah. things, the physical side and then there's the mental side and the, the effect of that. And the first decision I think was, you know, am I going to survive? Yeah. And then, then you take a step down and say, oh, you know, I, they they, I, they they marked me up for a, a stoma bag, so one one just slightly um, uh, higher than the other, just because one was going to be permanent. Where you can imagine the threat to a multi-sport athlete, you're going to think, oh, is that the end of my yeah. very active life? Yeah. So you feel threatened even at that point. So after you've sort of got your head around whether you're going to survive or not, what your percentage chances are, then you start looking at how that's going to affect yeah. your life going forward and it's you know career aside yeah something that you love like tri- triathlon and I was thinking oh my god you know and then I had to manage through that but I've got a, a fascinating story to tell you about the, that actual yeah window actually from from the actual you know yeah. completing an Ironman through to cool. then going down with stage three cancer and, yeah. and and how I worked through that that you know that two years that was Martin Hopwood this episode's guest and this is the age group multi-sport podcast with me richard conway this is a platform for age group multi-sport athletes to showcase their journeys to episode 54 of the age group multi-sport podcast and it's great to be back i've had a nice break about a month off without doing any podcasting or interviews and uh, yeah we went away f- 
for a couple of weeks uh, sailing around uh, Greece in our friend's yacht, which was a totally new experience to me and Mrs C. Never done anything like it before. Saw some wonderful sights uh, and, yeah, loved every minute of it. We uh, thought we might have been a bit seasick, but never appeared. We did take our seasickness tablets, so that was a great help. Um, so, yeah, we've had a fabulous time and, it's uh, yeah, it's nice to be back. And we seem to have brought the weather back with us. We're in the middle of a heat wave. It's 35 degrees as I'm recording this podcast. Um, and this episode's brought to you by Presca Sportswear. And Presca are the leading sports company in the industry creating a positive climate and social impact through the creation of the gear um, that they that they make. And uh, they're trying to make a change in the industry and leave things better than they found them um, pretty much so give them a look um, it's prescasportswear.com head over to their website and uh, see what they're all about but I can uh, verify that the gear is super super nice and uh, you're doing something to help the planet so head over there and have a look So we go from one extreme to the other. Um, we'd like to get out and train, but it's yeah, it's not uh, not feasible at the minute. Plus, when I was uh, sailing, um, we were getting bitten left, right, and centre on one particular night, and the next day my right leg swelled up like a balloon and uh, took some antihistamines, went down again, and then when I got back on Monday after travelling pretty much all day. Uh, it come back again so mrs c concerned about um potential heart issues with swollen leg um asked me to go and see the doctor so a couple of days later went to see the doctor doctor said no nothing to do with your heart if it was a heart issue it would be both legs probably a bite give you some antibiotics bish bash bosh they'll sort you out and if they don't just come back so on antibiotics at the minute just add that to the list of things that haven't quite gone uh, gone to plan, so I haven't been able to do any any running um, again. So this will be three weeks without doing any running, and uh, hopefully the knee will go down and we'll get back to it, and uh, we'll get on the bike this week. Already been swimming, went open water swimming at the weekend because it was just too nice not to. So yeah, that was that was pretty nice. Um, so all in all, it's uh, yeah, it's just one thing after another, but we, we carry on regardless. Um, been watching a bit of the Tour de France since I got back. Missed the first week. Been watching. I watched all the second week and coming into the third week now. Very interesting if you like your cycling, like I do. Uh, some great racing. The British boys are doing well. Geraint Thomas is uh, third place overall and Tom Pidcock. Uh, one Alpe d'Huez, so yeah, doing really well. Also watching the World Championships Athletics, that's on at the moment. Um, those are the two elements of, of triathlon, so all we need is some swimming on the telly and we're laughing. Uh, but yeah, yeah, the athletics are, are good, trying to catch up each day because it's in America and they're, they're behind us. So, But yeah, managing to see some of that, so that's nice. And uh, caught up on the Hamburg triathlon that was a couple of weekends ago where Beth Potter did quite well. Um, yeah, so all in all, sporting, sporting um, watching is, uh, is going quite well as usual. And just started another book when I was away and it's called Running with the Kenyans. And it's by an author called, wait for this name, Adharanand Finn. Um, yeah, and he's uh, it's quite an old book. He's out in 2013, and he went over to Kenya uh, to try and discover the secrets of the fastest people on earth. Um, and it's just his journey over there and trying to get faster and uh, see how they do it. And it culminates in him doing a marathon over there. So yeah, it's a, it's a good read, good story, very entertaining. So thank you to my youngest son uh, for passing that one on to me. Uh, and yeah, nearly finished it, so I'm not sure what I'm going to read next, but that's pretty cool. Um, I think that's about it since I got back. I've only been back a week, so I feel quite a bit 
got back. Yeah, so we've uh, packed quite a bit in there. Uh, so right, on with this episode, and um, I hope you enjoy it. He's a lovely man, and he's been through a lot, and um, yeah, enjoy his story. I'll see you on the other side. Um, but yeah, so if you want to start by, like like I say, just um, tell everybody, just introduce yourself, uh, where you're from, and um, yeah, just a little bit about your sporting background growing up, and then just crack on. Yeah, okay, well... Yeah, my name's uh, Martin Hopwood. Um, I'm married with uh, two children. Um, I live in Camberley uh, in Surrey. Uh, I'm passionate about um, uh, triathlon and I've um, competed uh, with the G GB age group team uh, at, at various venues across the globe. So uh, London, Geneva, my first major race was in Beijing internationally, which was absolutely fantastic. Wow. Um, yeah, and so there are other venues, you know, including Geneva. And um, I did a long distance. I qualified for a, a, an Ironman, which is something that I always wanted to achieve. That was in 2015. So I competed at the European. They were European championships, but, you know, at that level, uh, and because of the nature of the sport, you don't get that, that many people coming from overseas. So, but, yeah. but it was just nice to sort of make become part of the teams. And, mm -hmm. and the, they used my half Ironman um, qualification times to, uh, uh, you know, as a qualifier to get in, into the team. So, um, and that was in 2015 when I actually competed down in Weymouth, which was, you know, the sort of segue into the in, in, into my um, illness because I got, yeah. I was working for a bank at the time traveling okay. around the world so um we would we'd just gone through the the, the crisis uh, you know the banking crisis 2008 and it was after wow. that that i got into my triathlon but there was a whole window after that whilst i was working with the bank where i was traveling around the world selling off parts of what we called the bad bank there was a good bank and the bad bank and so and they were all in the hot spots so it was places like um cairo where we'd had the arab spring uh, and all the troubles that were there, that was around 2011. Then um, in Athens, we were sort of selling parts of the, of the consumer bank there, uh, down in Pakistan and various other places. So, you know, it, you know, it's a fascinating time for me. And I was trying to, on top of that, I was using the time I had when I was traveling. I'd be in the, running around the streets of Athens every morning like a crazy Englishman. <laughs> really really nice. mad and thinking in the hot weather. And yeah, thinking, yeah. Who are you? You know, yeah. and it's strange, really, because um, you know, you get, with triathlon, multi-sport, you get so familiar with the locality and you get closer to the people. So, you know, I was ever, forever grateful, you know, for that rather than being caught up in the, you know, the corporate world and mm -hmm. dining out in places that were all, all look the same. Frankly, you know, the yeah. hotels, national hotels, all, all the same. So it was lovely just to get in a lake or get in a sea. And just do all those lovely things, cycle. Uh, mm. But a, lo a lot of it was confined to the hotels and things like that. So, uh, so yeah. So, so that, in terms of background, like I said, I was working in banking then. But uh, you know, that acted as that helped me actually because I did get the opportunity to, you know, to to fly around, see other countries as well. But it also opened the world up for me. You know, eventually I got over to. Um, San Francisco and did the escape from Alcatraz as well. Yeah, I saw that in your email, and yeah. that's that's on my bucket list. Actually, it's one of the ones oh, it's I wonderful. really like to do. Oh, um, it's wonderful. I didn't realise until my wife pointed out that you've actually got to. There's a, a massive waiting list, and it's not as simple as just applying. Yeah. Well, actually, I think if you try, there's a lottery, and I think yeah. what you might yeah what you might find is is that there's a bias towards overseas applicants. Oh. Uh, I'm not sure whether that's a deliberate uh, sort of American type thing because, you know, it just gives the event kudos when, you know, there's sure. a lot of foreign participants. So I think the chances are good. And, and it was my wife that said to me after my, because I'd had stage three cancer and but the lower colorectal cancer. And she said to me, you know, Martin, you should do it because it will just sort of underline or, you know, put a, a, a you know, a full stop on on that part of my life in actual fact it didn't because of the mental effects but from a physical point of view it was and mm. uh, so I signed up for it and I was and I, and I, and I got it virtually straight away and so that right. and then then you lock on as you do 
mm. you know, once you get a target, that which yeah, is yeah. That's another beautiful aspect of uh, multi-sport is that when you get a goal, then you set on that goal and then you work to, and nothing gets in your way really. So yeah, I, 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 I love that. I love that city. I love cycling around there, cycling over the bridge into the parks. And it's just, mm. it's wonderful. It's one, and the swim is fantastic. And it's yeah. not, I don't believe it's as tough as they make out, but right. I, I really don't. I, I, I think if you can catch it right and you do your homework, you get swept across the bay, even though it's cold. Mm. And they'll tell you there are sharks and there's all sorts of dangers. <laughs> and the currents are that strong. If they don't catch, the, catch that at the right time, you'll get swept away. And, and I consider myself a swan, strong swimmer, but mm. I did... I did miscalculate slightly and I ended up getting dragged past the like the exit point. Mm. So and I had to swing across, which cost me time, sadly. Sure. Because yeah. once again, I'm I'm always looking for the best. Or, you know, you could try to compete all the time. So yeah. But brilliant. Yeah, I'd recommend well, it. You've got to do it. Yeah, do yeah. It. Well, it's on the bucket list, like I say. So that was uh yeah, it was quite nice to see that you'd done it. Yeah, yeah. So that was after after I'd had cancer so so which yeah. was a nice story as well yeah, because, yeah. um yeah uh, yeah yeah it, it was nice just to get back but uh, i ran into some other things like sort of like yeah. um knee osteoarthritis as well so yeah, yeah. well not, a, jump, not to jump ahead then let's let's just go ah. back in how you got into um oh how i got into it yeah well we haven't really discussed about what you did as a kid growing up either you know what i mean what, what uh, okay sort of, what sort of sporting History, did you? Yeah, no, no, no. Very, <laughs> um, you know, how can I describe it? Uh, you know, I was brought up like my dad. My parents were smokers. Uh, uh, my dad liked to uh, drink a pint, uh, you know, classically, really, you know, yeah. as a sort of 60s. You know, I was born in 1957. I'm, you know, I'm 65 now. So the, the, uh, so you, 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 no, 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 no classic, you know, you know sort of um sporting background i'd say but i did i was good at sport but mm. i started smoking early so i you know it's like two i was probably 13 when i first started my first sort of um, right number six and yeah you know, and i was on benson yeah. and hedges so not not a good that's not a good story but i, I was always keen on uh, football and sports i was a fast runner yeah. But obviously, I never had the endurance because as a smoker, you just don't. Yeah. So I'm not proud of it. And, uh, well, and, uh, well, but it is what it is, isn't it? I mean, I think yeah. like back in the day, and especially if that's what your environment is. It was common. That's that's all you know, isn't it? I mean, my dad was yeah. exactly what he wasn't a smoker when I knew him. He did smoke. But yeah. again, he never did any sport. He was too busy looking after the family. You know, exactly. I didn't have a role model in that. So you no. just have to. I mean, I didn't smoke. I wasn't a sport. But you go your own way, don't you? You see, you take the best out of what what you've, yeah. you've been brought. Yeah, you see, yeah. And you, you and know, I, that's your I had fantastic. Yeah, I had fantastic guidance in every other way. But I yeah. think it's classically, you know, I, I think it belongs to that um, to that era. It, you know, you, you know, uh, and that it was an ill-informed generation. So we're lucky now because we've got so much more in this information age and all this art, you know, artificial intelligence that we you can get as much information as we like. And yeah. even in these, you know, these specialist areas, you can go to the nth degree now. Whereas in those days, you didn't even know you didn't you wouldn't even know what triathlon was or multi-sport was, you know, it's crazy. So so well, you um, were you were too busy trying to earn a living to actually Yeah, true. Very much very much. You had that yeah. environment, that that family yeah. environment that you had to look after that first, and yeah, you know, one easy. I think, it? to your point, oh, that's a great point because I think I didn't get married until late, but when I did have children, you know, the whole emphasis changes, and I think that was my the real key to me discovering my health and sport again because I took a you know you're focusing on the children, and you want to be a role model and set the example, mm. and I think. I, you know, we would take them swimming. My wife encouraged them to swim at a very early age. So I'd be listening to the coaches and I was never a swimmer, you see. So I didn't have any history in swimming, but I learned so much just sitting there. And then just to mix it up a little bit on a Sunday, they would be doing like, um, they would do um, a dry side session. They would do a, you know, uh, 
two hours of swimming. So I think, what do I do with my time? Off I'd go for a run. Yeah. You know, and yeah, then yeah. and I met other people in the sporting world as well because it's you know it's yeah. swimming and all that. It's quite sort of a bit of a middle class thing, I think, going on gone there, and especially with triathlon as well, it crosses into that. Mm. With bikes and the cost oh, of absolutely yeah traveling yeah. and you know yeah. you have to it's difficult to make it work but but i think also the benefits there i'd much rather spend my money on um you know on a bike than i would on a pint you know so I, there, there's a balance to be had it's but choices, that, isn't I, it? it's, it's very all, expensive yeah it's all about choices though as in life yeah you know it's, yeah. it's what you choose to spend your money on people are thinking exactly. mad spending your money on a bike that's worth worth more than a car Exactly. They don't get it. They don't understand it, but that's fine. They don't need to. But I worked out, and you know, here's for anybody, you know, anybody, you know, that, you know, listening. I, I just sat down with my wife and I said, How much do we spend on cigarettes? This was some years ago, um, many years ago now. But um, I think we could have almost bought a car every year, but, uh, you know, a basic car, yeah, yeah. basic second hand car. Yeah. It was like something like £4,000. Oh, yeah. It was ridiculous. And God, yeah. You know, heaven knows now with the price of twelve pounds for a packet of cigarettes, isn't it? Something I don't, like I don't know. I, I don't know people. Buy. I don't know people do it. I How do you do that every day? And I, I was smoking know. 20, 20 a day. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So you didn't have much of a formal, um, you know, like sport in childhood history. So that then asked the question: How did you then? What was the steps? You, the, the procedure that you got into triathlon then? Yeah, no, yeah. I'd always. Um, Having said that, I, you know, I'd always played football and I was really keen on football and reasonably successful as well, I'd say, you know, local level football. Sure. And, um, and I thoroughly enjoyed that. And I always thought that was important to balance up. So I would just use, um, uh, you know, the gymnasiums that were becoming uh, and health clubs that, that you know, uh, it was a, a boom time back in there, like, you know, the sort of 70s, 80s. And uh, so I think it was on the back of that really it was a bit of a, a social thing and uh, it was at um when i was at working uh, uh for uh city uh city bank uh that uh, i met a a, a a director there and he 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 told me that he'd taken part in the london triathlon okay and and i'd seen it it was actually on tv at the time bbc put some you know some footage out of it and I, and I looked at it I was just I was absolutely gobsmacked by the you know the the achievement of these individuals and I you know it, I didn't even think it was possible the notion and this was just a sprint distance the yeah. notion of being able to you know swim then but then cycle 20k and uh, and so I did my first um triathlon that was in that would that would have been at 2007 Right. Uh, yeah, and that, and and I would have been just turning fifty at that point. So right. I, I may have trained for a, a year prior to that because I'm, you know, I always organise myself and do these things correctly. So, yeah, but I was, uh, I remember being stunned by the um, the speed at which people were passing me on the bike, <laughs> and and and, in, and the swim, you know, it was just a fight. It was, uh, they say, washing machine, and it really was. And when you're a poor swimmer, which, yeah, you know, yeah. at that point I, I was, then you struggle and you're in amongst it, you get swum over a few times. Absolutely. The sensible yeah. money either stays at the back or at the side. Yeah, but I never <laughs> did. I always went to the front and got swam over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember getting pushed down yeah, yeah, yeah. time and time again, coming up for air. <laughs> <laughs> and then watching them all go by, thinking, oh, no, maybe I'll get out of wide <laughs> yeah yeah eventually the penny drops <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Cool. so uh, so yeah so 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 that's that's essentially how I got into it and and then once I crossed that finish line in London then I realized just how technical you know the sport was and how much opportunity there was to do better Hmm. and uh you know and i love challenges like that so i just thought right i'm going away and i'm going to work on this and i i, and I hadn't even thought about qualifying you know for did you, you wouldn't know didn't even understand the system hmm? yeah, yeah you didn't know about qualifying at that point didn't even know no no because no. i mean now it's quite a quite a common thing but it is. you still have to you still have to be in the know don't you yeah you and do i would imagine back then it was like well yeah 
Not even. Well, just recently, I was talking to a friend of mine at my local um, sports centre at the arena in Camberley. And there was this chap that it was, he's doing Ironman and he's very accomplished. And he didn't appreciate that he was probably operating at that level and he'd already had aspirations to make the GB team. But unlike at Ironman level, this was because he's a bit of a slow, slow twitch rather than a fast twitch sure. person. And he said, you know, he was saying to me, Martin, I, you know, I couldn't live with you at the, you know, at the standard distance. But when I listened to his times, the longer distances, I said, well, I said, believe it or not, you'll probably already make the team, you know, and he's doing, I'm at half iron Venice this September, and then he's going out to Lanzarote in May. Tough one. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, uh, so one. hopefully, yeah, Lanzarote. Will, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, 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 so yeah, so, so, yeah, it's just opened up another another world really so how did you how did you come out because obviously you did you did you take the path of joining a club or did you go solo get yourself a coach and how did it yeah. all develop how did you get uh, better well actually talking about coaching in recent times because i had some free free time um i actually uh, got my level one uh, british triathlon coaching badge and then at the same time i um I took the sort of Ironman University, the coaching badge. So oh. I got my Ironman coaching badge, but I'm not a practicing yeah. um, um, coach. But I was just so ridiculously uh, nerdy about, as triathletes often are, you know, you bore people to death with, uh, <laughs> with, with just data and, uh, you know, and, you know, I don't know, physiology and, and just better ways of getting faster. How do you get faster sort of thing? So I spent so much time studying it. I've, I've gone through, um, the, there's the, uh, I'm not sure whether I've got it handy, but the, the Joe, is it Joe Friel? Yeah, yeah, the, Iron, the Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. So I've yeah. read that many, many. I'm just used yeah. to read it on the train, go to work every it's a day. Reference, it's a reference book, isn't it? It is. It is. And, uh, you know, I built all my programs around it and I right. uh, took loads of, lo loads of, uh, you know technique tips and and things from that so and i just you know use my own times really as a bench and my performances at various events and just started signing up for more and more events you know sure. so, uh, yeah and so i was started and I, I was getting above i do realize that the you know you get you know the the um the adrenaline rush that you get from racing for me is just phenomenal and uh you know, it, it just acted as a surrogate for when I gave up smoking. I didn't give up smoking until um, the year 2000, which was madness, really. And having lost my father to uh, cancer right. as well, which was like a lung throat type cancer. Yeah, yeah. So I knew then that it was on the horizon, the threat of ca cancer, even yeah. though I got caught by something else. So I actually preempted that by stopping. Yeah. Um, but so, 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 but the you know triathlon it was like a surrogate for the artificial highs you got from um from alcohol and cigarettes mm -hmm. yeah and you know and it didn't cost you anything to go out for a run and and then I, and I realized the purity of it as well and it was it felt like that's what you're meant to be and my friends couldn't understand why I didn't need a drink at a party to get high but it was because I think I was feeding off the energy of achievements and uh, mm. and all that went with the sport so you know i'm just such a believer in multi in sport of mm. you know sport of all all, all all types really not just multi-sport but any yes. sport yeah, yeah for kids for, for everyone which is what we were meant to be i'm convinced of it, I'm convinced of it. well i'm just reading um running with the kenyans at the minute and it, it's a guy who goes off to Kenya and he wants to run this particular marathon. But I mean, they, he swears by that actually that's what we were meant to do. Run. Yeah. Yeah. You know, cause that's yeah. how we would have got our food and yeah. You know, we yeah, yeah absolutely. For, absolutely. For hours and hours on end trying to catch yeah. something or other. Yeah. Um, you know, and he said, that's what we were, we were uh, born to do. You yeah. Know? I subscribe to us. that. And because, yeah of where we are technology now technolo technologically wise it doesn't happen anymore unless you know i hate all this virtualness i hate yeah. it yeah. and uh thankfully 
my children understand it now you know that they do understand you know the virtues of you know of sport and uh and how damaging you know the world can be as it is now so it's it's a balancing act it's really tough it is a balance. Yeah, yeah, it is a balance, yeah. And you don't like to close the doors to other things because, you know, you've got to have fun as well. And you know, there's various, when you're young, I think you're more prone to, you know, trying to get comfortable with people. You, you, you know, you drink. Like, that's what we did when we yeah. were at COD. Yeah, yeah. That's what we did. That's how you got to know people. You yeah, know, so absolutely. You have to find a way, don't you, somewhere down, down the middle. Yeah, it's a balance. Like you say, yeah. I think it's a balance. So, so you're pretty much self self coached, and you've got yes, you got your qualifications. Yeah, I've signed up with um, Farnham, I'm with Farnham Triathlon Club. But All right, okay. It's it's a little way away. I mean, there are a couple of clubs around here as well. But so, you know, I, I was I got involved with them a couple of years back. But you know, with my illness and everything, I've been trying to focus on other aspects because my when I uh, when I uh, got my uh, cancer. It coincided with me leaving the bank, unfortunately. So it was like coming off a cliff. And uh, you know, I, I then had a two two year, yeah, you know, having been flying around the world, and yeah. uh, I, the, I then, then I had a two year w- window um, where I was physically recovering because I had a portocath put in, and I was being pumped with chemo, and uh, I went through a whole a myriad of uh, treatments. I had radiotherapy. A chemo radiotherapy so i was on tablet form chemo um therapy initially uh, then um i managed to squeeze in the fleet half marathon uh, <laughs> as you do up, as you do after uh, that i'm, I'm sorry doctor i can't come and get me chemotherapy yeah. this week i'm just off doing a marathon is that all right yeah i did i did the fleet uh, half marathon and i did it in one hour 28 really really proud that was on but i was on tab tablets at that point and yes you, you, your hands start to crack up and things but i've at that point i'd locked on like i you know using this like i thought a two-year cycle of um treatment or it was in the scheme of things when i look at what we do for like an iron man and and your program I just thought that's just another to another Ironman challenge. So you just tell me what the what the milestones are. You know, we're going to periodize the train. You know, the the events and that. And 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 and, and so I was determined to to carry on. I was spinning down at the arena um, so that I could keep the cycling strength going. And they said, no, you you know your your backside will get too sore from the radiotherapy because they just blast it through the back into the, right. the prostate area, essentially. Yeah. And uh, but I managed to stick it out, and um, and I did the Shropshire uh, Ellesmere Triathlon in um, in uh, that would be June, just before my the operation, because I was then going to have an operation to remove it. They tried to reduce it to a cinder, right. but uh, but but and and I got a fifth place in um, you know, and uh, so I rolled down place. You needed a top four to make the GB team, so I was yeah. really chuffed that I did yeah. that, and. Um, so, so that was another milestone. And I was trying to beat everything. Like even the surgeon, he gave me these tests. He was giving me these cardio tests and respiratory tests and whatever. And I was just determined to try and beat, you know, every one of those tests, uh, you know, so, so which really helped me get through the, the whole process. And, uh, and then, um, yeah, yeah, just, it all gets a, a little bit confusing with the, you know, the cancer and the, and your sport because you're still locking onto the sport. But what I didn't realize was that the gap after I then had the operation, then I was just, I had to have a bag mm. for nine months whilst they fed the chemo in and everything. And, uh, and then everything stopped. So I yeah. could, you couldn't, you couldn't run. No. I, I, I managed to, I think run, I can't remember four or five months after I'd had the operation and they had to give me they had a special bag made for me so i could swim because you know, the right. risk of and you had the risk of uh once you're on chemo there's the risk of getting sepsis as well so you're not yeah. allowed to and i and i got i got it three times actually so i had to go into into uh a and e um you know on, a, on an emergency basis three times which was pr- pretty scary but but i i, I think it's part partly because I was challenging and pushing the envelope all the time trying to get back sooner than I should but but I think worked. that's just internally I mean that's helped you through 
the period, hasn't it? You know what I mean? It's, oh yeah, yeah. That you needed that to get to get you through yeah. it, regardless yeah. of the consequences. You would have you wouldn't have done it any other way, would you? By the sounds of it, no, so, no. So but, yeah, no. I was going to say I was just going back because we've we've gone on to to the the illness. Uh, we can yeah. carry on with that. But I was just no. intrigued. I was just intrigued in how you got into age group then, because you. You, you've said that you've you got into it. Yeah. How, yeah. What, how did you find out about it? And two. Well, I, 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 you know, you look, you look at your results, and then you see these uh, on the online. And I remember I did, it was a ballot, ballot, the ballot triathlon that I'd done in the early days, and I was looking at the results, and they had these league tables, and uh, I realised that I was peer, appearing quite high, you know, for my, well, not for they. I don't think they even age group then. It was just a long list, you know, spreadsheet probably or something like that. And um, and I think it was around something on the websites around the results, which said, "Oh, you can look at these results." And then they had uh, there's a reference to qualification or something. And so oh. it was only through being inquisitive, really. Yeah, I, yeah. Some, yeah. Somebody may have mentioned, "Oh, did you know yeah. that there's quite a healthy, you know, sort of age group um, thing going on in you know in yeah. triathlon?" Which was a wonderful thing because I mean it was a, a lovely thing to chase. Oh yeah, it captures the imagination, doesn't it? Oh, it's, it, there's not, there's no other sport like it, is there? It does no, it, it, no. it gives you the ability to, to represent your country. Like yeah, that. and then there's a whole community opens up. So it was a, it was on the back of that really. There was nothing ob glaringly obviously. I just realised that you know I just started going for these places and then realised well if I, if I could do that, and then uh, then I I think it was joining the, because the, I think the race licences. Um, you know, they're all BTF managed. So mm. you needed to be a BTF member or pay a fee on the race day. Sure. So I used to, you look into it there, and I think maybe there was a crossover there with then they were talking about the age group set up. And then, yeah, yeah. And then I got within your category, you get to know a lot of the names nationally because they're the ones that are going to turn up and compete. But uh, I think it's a one, wonderfully supportive sport. It, it is more team like. Than most of the team sports that I've participated in, I think it, it mm. it's quite selfless and uh, and everybody wants to help. It's a it's yeah. a lovely thing, you know. It's and you see it now at the top level, don't you? When you you know it, it, even today, you know, and you see Alex Yee and um, the New Zealand guy. But I mean, they're, wild. yeah, and they're sort of you can see they're genuinely supportive of one another. And the girls, I think, have been wonderful for the sport as well. And I, and um, yeah, it's great to watch. It is. It really is. So, yeah, I, I've I've got, you know, truly sort of consumed by, but really as a, a as a sport for so many different reasons. It's um, yeah, yeah. It, it all all comes together, and, no, and people will never understand because we're thankfully it's the technological age I think that allows us to connect. But I mean. How many triathletes do you know in your like in your like your village or your town or it's not it's not easy to come together and I think and it you depends. don't appreciate where you are as well. I think you're up there. Yeah. You're up there without realizing it. I, yeah, yeah. you're bang on. I think it depends on where you are. I mean, I live in a little market town in Lincolnshire, and there's two clubs in the town, um, so that I know quite a lot of triathletes within the community, and I'm in a club myself and. Um, and it's fantastic but you're just part of the you're not you're nothing special you just you know you're just part of the yeah. The, yeah. the gang and it yeah. it's you know it's not it's it's you've got pride for what you've achieved and what you've done yeah but it's yeah. not it's no it's no you know you're not not the big i am or anything like that it's no just, it's very you know, very humble yeah, um, yeah. 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 And they tend to be modest people i mean we all like to win and you need that drive and passion, but I don't, I, th I think generally speaking, I, you know, I, I love triathletes, uh, you know, I love triathletes and their mentality and everything. Yeah. So. Uh, what yeah. was the, what was your first um, venture into qualifying for age group then? Well, I, I'm guessing I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to remember what event may have got me into it, but it was probably the, one of the Eton sprints or something right. like that, because, yeah. you know, they had a big presence early days, human race, they, they were, they were sure, big, yeah, but yeah. now there are many, many more organizers now that, uh, that are involved in it. So it would have been around then. So, you know, if I did my first triathlon in 2007, by 2011, I had my first, um, 
uh, you know, I'd qualified and, and 2000, so I would have qualified 2010 for the yeah. 2011 season. And that happened to be World Championships Beijing, you know, which was a difficult what a one. What a one to start with. I know. <laughs> and I remember sharing a room with a, a, a doctor guy, Dr. I think it was like Smith or something like that. And, uh, and we were in there like the, the, the team hotel. And I do remember the Chinese were just agog as, as because on the Sunday morning after our event, we took a trip up to the wall, the nearest part from where, where we were in Beijing. And we actually ran up the steps to yeah. the, and it looked like we were running along the wall because we wanted to, I think we were, we're in a hurry for some reason, but, and, and people were just like gobsmacked. The locals were gobsmacked and they treated you like gods as well. They're very, yeah. they were, they're great people yeah. and they love events like that and they love Western people. So we just had a, crazy experience there it was just so what a way you know baptism really into yeah, yeah. into gb and uh and then after that you just want to it was like i made it part of the calendar which worked quite well with me at the back so yeah. it's like the family holiday i needed almost like it was like a fa uh, like a bit of a annual fix which so i then i had a little sequence which involved the um that went down to antalya in Turkey, for that was the Europeans, and then you know Geneva was the Europeans, and then London, 2013, that was a world, but they were the short distances. Yeah. I did some standard distance as well, but and then I'd fit in all the other races. I don't know how many races I was doing a year, but it's a fair few. Yeah, yeah fair few. Yeah, once you've got the bug, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, you have to bounce it up then, and not uh, you, you know not let it get yeah in in the family's way really. So yeah, it's yeah. Uh, a real bouncing act. But I'm a you know generally I'm a home bird anyway. Yeah. So I, I think that works. Um, it worked worked quite well, and, and on holiday, that was just fantastic because you know if they're all lying in, you'd be up with the, the sun would be up. You know, you might be down in Menorca, and I'd be running around the fields and uh, you know and uh, Hills, cycling the hills before they've even yeah, yeah yeah i've got so many daft crazy stories i could talk to you all day crazy <laughs> stories when i was inside well, you'll, have to come, you'll have to come back on for a second uh, episode then yeah yeah <laughs> if we can go no. through them all oh, uh, that'd oh. Be fab. i got lost yeah i mean it's it's a, it's amazing isn't it how it how it where it can take you and you know yeah. just doing this just doing this thing that you you really enjoy and yeah you love and it gives you so much back. You got to age group and you were, you've been you've been successful in in that, and you're enjoying that. And then, how how long into that when the illness struck? Yeah, well, the illness struck in um, uh, 2015. So interestingly, you know, being very health conscious, um, you know, particularly since uh, you know I, I started triathlon i used to you know I, I used to just delight in going to the uh you know i had a corporate um you know we had health checks just to make sure that you're fit and well for you know for work and whatever so i used to go every year and each year i used to try and you know sort of outdo the previous year because they give you a bike test and uh, 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 uh and various other things so it was um in 2015 funny enough i had a they did. Uh, they did the checks. They did checks for cancer. For uh, for uh, they did tests for prostate actually, which is a common one for for guys. And they did the test, which is and the prostate was just anterior to where my uh, tumor was. But I had a tumor that was um, just five centimeters from the ed from the anal verge, so it was just that you know that far which was pretty scary really but it went undetected uh. yeah which was such a shock to me because it you know i then went on and i was training intensely for the ironman and doing some you know big distances as the build up and did a half iron down in uh, in the new forest um early in the year so everything was good it, but i was getting a ch change in like bowel bowel habit uh, which is a common one and um I, I, I was referred for IBS treatment, funny enough. So I went for IBS 
tests and then I changed my diet and I was all on board with that because I thought anything that makes you go faster mm. so uh, so I just switched I thought yeah yeah I'm with this and you just tell me what I've got to eat and I'll eat it sort of thing but uh, not, you know things didn't change and I, I did my I got really lovely and lean for the for the Ironman so I felt like I was in great great shape but um but then after the Ironman um the uh just a, a week or two afterwards I thought it was some people had been suff suffering stomach bugs from the, the swim and everything because it's quite you know it was a quite a difficult swim and uh, quite a messy one where you took a bit of you know because it was very choppy and wavy mm. uh, took some water on board I just thought it'd be some reaction to that and uh, but anyway it it wasn't and it was just three or four weeks after that I had some basic checks and they said oh this looks sus suspicious so I went back a couple of times and then lo and behold you know it's just a bombshell yeah. really yeah so yeah bo absolute bombshell and then you know try try and tell the kid and then then you're wondering whether the first thing you do you research it a little bit and you're just wondering what stage it's at you know and uh, it had gone it was stage three so because it'd been left from this early yeah, yeah. point regular checks if i'd caught it then i i we could have just probably just cut it out but the surgeon and uh and um yeah uh, and the, the, the special the name escapes me now but the the, the specialist in chemo treatment oh, i should know i should know um uh they they, they recommended you know a quite complex you know treatment so it you know like tablet form chemo radiotherapy operation and they were hoping that the radio the radiotherapy we we thought it had actually frazzled it you know uh, so, so that there was nothing there but he said we can't risk it he said if it's gone to a limp and um i think there was an outlying lymph, lymph which he sort of swept up when he did the 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 post uh, uh, analysis the post source post mortem if you like of it and um, and uh, he said there there was indeed some cancer there so it was as well that they cut it out so yeah. I was lucky and then now uh, I just went through this um, you know I didn't think it was brutal at the time because of what we what we do you don't feel these things pain nothing you know and you just put up with it but now now I realise. It actually was, you know, but mm. physically you just got through it. But what I didn't realise was how damaging it is, um, you know, mentally, really. Mm. It affects you, react to it, and uh, and you shut down a little bit. So socially, I, I shut down for a while. Mm. And I ended up, you know, being specialists as well, just for, for I feel like I'm out of it now. I'm five years out. Um, so, so, so I'm out of you know sort of remission if you like so mm. so 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 it's all good the story's good and now mentally yeah. i'm coming together and i'm actually looking to um you know to, uh, look at, even at this late age now i think it's part of the energy that the sport gives you as well which is another reason i'm grateful to it is um you know now i've uh, i'm working with a friend of mine who happens it was another connection he's he he he, he uh, he's a triathlete Runs an accounting practice in uh, Farnham. Great guy, triathlon. Mm. So we've got, and I just touched base with him, and I said, "Look, is there anything I can do with you?" And now we've just, um, we've just registered a, a company, and we're starting up a, you know, a, 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 it's a business advisory All functions, right. hoping that that will take off, and I can take what I've learned in this, you know, world. And extend that. Obviously, I, you know, professionally, I've got, you know, so it's, I'm sort of qualified in program management, project management, finance management, that kind of thing. And I was working in M and A in the bank, so right. I feel like I've got the energy now for another twenty years, maybe. And uh, and you look up at the uh, the podiums there when you see the age group winners and in the in the latter age groups, and I think, oh my god, and they get the biggest applause. You know, that I remember yeah. seeing being the. 85 year old American I think he was the only only guy in his age group actually but he brought the house down you know he really did and, and everybody just loved it and yeah I looked up there and I thought man you know you think because sometimes you think is this silly at this age you know doing what we do and hanging on as long as you do and then and then I think not you know especially I it, yeah I think it becomes a way of life doesn't it and it's it's what we yeah. do
Um, yeah. I had a guy on from Australia, Alf, who's just raced in Canada at the World Championships. He was on, I can't remember what episode he was on. And he's 80, maybe maybe three, four now. Uh, he's got... Wow. He's sponsored by Decathlon, and he's a big, big deal over there. And he's in his eighties, and it's incredible. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, have a have a listen to that for inspiration. I uh, will. What 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 episode was that? I can't remember. Hang on, let me just have a look on my phone. Uh, I can't remember. No, that no. Um, yeah, but well, I yeah. <laughs> but that's amazing. Yeah, so anyway, I just, I just I think it, you know, especially to. Um, there's a lot of youngsters out there and sometimes you wonder what's right and what's wrong in life. And uh, there's, a, there's a lot good about this. That's all I can say. Oh, I totally agree. Totally agree. So you're, you're out the other side of your, of mentally and physically of, of your um, illness. Yeah. I, fabulous. Yeah, um, yeah. So what does the, I mean, I usually ask this right at the end, but I'm going to ask you now, what's the short-term and long-term goals that you, you're going to set yourself? Um, I, the, the, I think the problem is a little bit now is like, it, it is motivation and I, you know, you, you, you know, taking a look at the short-term and obviously you want to try and get back to where you were because what I hadn't mentioned was last year, I, I think I touched on it briefly, but I had this uh, 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 tibial, high tibial osteotomy, uh, which is basically ha having my knee repositioned. So I had it broken last August. Right. So, you know, and in, in the scheme of things, <laughs> I was thinking, you know, having your leg broken and people saying, you know, you're nuts at your age. And, you know, what is this triathlon thing <laughs> and all that? And, uh, 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 rather than have a knee replacement because I looked at the options I went, I went up to Oxford there and looked at you know, sorry I've digressed a little bit here but it is impacted by this uh, the short term and, um, and I looked at the options and they said oh, full knee, partial knee but it will in fact impact your performance So I, uh, and then this guy suggested to me that there is another route it's an old, old fashioned you know solution but just we'll reposition the knee so that the medial compartment of the knee will just shift the, shift the pressure point to the center and you'll get away with it for another five ten years i said that's all i need and then i'll work from there so my target was to try and get an early triathlon in this uh, uh sort of may time i typically do the heart triathlon uh, and i'm proud of that one because i had a defend a title to defend in my age group there but i failed to make that one so i went to windsor and I did Windsor, uh, where I'd come second in my age group two years ago, 2019. So I did that. But sadly, I got a, a, and I wasn't ready for that to race. And I don't like to get in, uh, do a triathlon, not racing, which is bad. But that's just my mentality. Yeah, even in, even though I love them. But it gives me a target. And uh, But anyway, I had a blowout on the bike when I was flying. I, you know, I was convinced. I, I would have won it, which would have been nice. But uh, I was flying when I came out the, you know, the, it was the River Thames. It was, it was a, it's great. I don't know whether you've done that one, but no, it was, I haven't, no. uh, it's beautiful. And, uh, and then I fly through the park on the bike and, uh, but the bike had a blowout and my daughter made me finish the run, <laughs> you know, which was, so in some ways I was more proud of that triathlon than many of the other ones because mentally I was just thinking, no, you know, I don't want to do this now, but I'm glad I did. And we, yeah. Yeah, we had a nice lunch afterwards and everything. But so my goal now is then I looked at the calendar and I thought, right, what's on the calendar? A quick look. But believe it or not, there was a qualifier in on September the 3rd in um, in uh, Shropshire, Ellesmere. So Shropshire Triathlon, which is a, uh, a, a GB world triathlon, standard distance triathlon qualifier. So I'll do that. Um, oh. In the hope that I make this, the, the the it's in Pontevedra, I think the yeah, yeah. The, the yeah the world. So, but but I, I am limited now a bit now to uh, so I can't. I'd like to do. I would like to go to Kona, and I would originally I wanted to try and qualify for Kona, but um, but I can't. I don't think I can. I can't really race that now because I've had two thirds of my bowel capacity. Wow. Uh, 
uh, it's been uh, lost. Yeah. So, uh, and I experienced when I was at, uh, I did Half Ironman uh, last year and uh, before I had the knee operations so two years ago. And uh, so I realized that even there, it was a bit difficult with the nutrition, mm -hmm. you know, you know, four or five, five hours, four or five hours, you know, sort of thing. So, uh, so I'm having to have a rethink about that, but I think I might just try and do a, maybe a half iron in uh, Hawaii at some point, which, yeah. you know, won't, won't be a qualifier or anything like that, but it's just somewhere I'll, yeah. it's like, it's like the Mecca for triathletes, isn't it? Yeah. That's where, so, so I, yeah. I'd like to do and, uh, and, you know, I just see some couple of nice places, maybe get down to New Zealand or something like that. not necessarily with the teams. I, I, I try to be very selective now because some of the experiences aren't the greatest ones. Some of these uh, city triathlons there, I don't think they're all that they're cracked up to be really. Mm. I mean, London challenge, you know, just because logistically getting your bike in and out of there. And yeah, you know, so I'm a bit more selective now, but, but no, I, I, if I can get my head back, you know, to get in, um, you know, com really competitive again, then, but I do think that's a massive mental challenge in itself. I, I think uh, motivation is what I, I tend to suffer with. And I can see some of my peers, are, you know, the same, you know, you need to get out on the, on the, on the edge of your, you know, your VO2, don't you? Yeah. The lactate threshold, that kind of stuff, instead of just cruising around like a 65 year old. Yeah, know, so. that's it. But you know you can do what you can do and i think the main thing is that you keep doing something and that you enjoy it that's the yeah yeah so and i'm loving now i've got the now i've got the calendar organized and then i'll think about next year i'll be able to put in a a big winter you know so that'll help you through the winter and and, and i've been talking to this other guy you know I'm, i should be able to get some half irons in and i think really a full iron would be a big deal now yeah. 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 Well, good luck with it all. It's been yeah. um it's been absolutely great to speak to you and to meet you. I think that's a great place to land it. It's been lovely, lovely to speak to you and hear your story. And hopefully we can do this again at some point. Yeah. And um it just it's just lovely. It's just what what a wonderful sport. The glorious sport of triathlon, that's how I refer to it. It's just uh I owe it so much, man. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, you look after yourself, and All right. sure whatever you whatever you choose to do, you'll be successful in because you've got that drive, um, physically you. and mentally. You're you're a strong, strong man, and um, yeah, just just good luck and uh, yeah, it's been great to meet you. Thank you, Richard. It's been a pleasure and lovely to meet you. Wow, um, what people can endure and what they go through. Um, Martin's certainly been through the ringer over the last few years uh, and gladly he's come out the other side and he's getting back uh, to whatever normality is. Um, in the middle of that, of course, we had to go through, well, we didn't have to, we did go through a pandemic as well. So he's uh, not only had to go through health problems, um, and recovery, and then he's he's hit by a pandemic. So, yeah, well done, Martin. Incredible, um, an incredible story, and I'm so glad that uh, you are a survivor, and you you're back back on it. So, I'll look out for your results, and uh, hopefully we can meet up in the flesh one day, and um, yeah, put the world to rights. That would be really nice. So that's it for this episode. Thank you ever so much for tuning in uh, on our first one back after the break. And hope you enjoy Martin's story. Uh, give us some feedback. You can uh, leave comments on uh, Apple Podcast and also on Spotify. And leave us a rating. That would be really good if you could do that. Uh, you can drop us an email at agegroupmultisportpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at amp underscore 1967. And if you want, you can drop us a DM on there. You can also follow us on um, Facebook at AmpGB. And again, you can DM us from there if you wish. Uh, you can find all of the previous podcasts 
uh, on our YouTube channel, which is Amp GB, and also on our website, which is agegroupmultisportpodcast.buzzsprout.com. We're also on Twitter at agegroupmultisportpodcast. Um, yeah, and I think that covers it all. So thank you once again for your time. I hope you enjoy this. I hope you have a, a good few weeks till the next one is out. And don't forget, stay safe, keep training, and love the process. Mm-hmm.